You've been doing quite a bit of shopping this week. Now, you mentioned we had an event last night, and you went out and bought a new dress. Mm-hmm. And then this past weekend, you actually went shopping, uh, grocery shopping with my father. <laughs> yes. And he usually is not allowed out of the house without my mother there. <laughs> but she, for some reason, I guess she allowed you to take him out. Yeah, I think it was her suggestion. Now, he actually. didn't drive, right? No. Okay. Now, no. usually as people get older, it becomes kind of a joke that they have the white knuckles on the steering wheel and their head just sinks farther into the seat yeah. and then they drive along on the highway at like 35 miles an hour. Right. He is the polar opposite of this scenario. Yes. Where he's decided, I just don't care anymore. Yes. And it turns into Mr. Toad's wild ride where I'm just going to careen through town at high rates of speed with little care or concern for the rules of the road or the people around me. He's very scary to be in the car with when he's driving. He's very aggressive, very just... And we'll pull into a parking space at 60 miles an hour and and slam on the brake. He admits that he kind of daydreams and he just doesn't have patience for anyone. And it is very scary. So, no, I I was very adamant that I was going to drive. I was picking up some supplies for your party. And so I figured I'm going to put them in the car. And that's that is what that's it. I don't know that I have ever been shopping just him and I. We've been to a bookstore, I think, Uh together. We might have been doing like an antique store yeah. when I was a kid on yeah. vacation, those sort of things. But I can't remember just going for to an everyday. What is that like well, to walk we, around a store with him? We went to three stores and it was quite an experience, let me tell you. Because he's aggressive as a person too. Yes, and he's aggressive when he shops too. <laughs> we, you didn't let him push the cart, did oh, you? Oh, I had no choice. He grabbed the cart himself and just started going i mean he, yeah he and he's a fit man so oh, he yeah. moves quickly he kept up with me in the park and i walk pretty fast because you <laughs> here's the thing you're a, you're a foot taller than me so yeah. you have really long legs so i'm used to walking really quickly to keep up with you so i walk fairly quickly now when i'm with your parents especially your mom i try to be conscious of that because she moves slow she, she, she you know she's Slow and yeah, steady. It, slow and steady. She's she's definitely slow and steady wins the race type person. But he's running over old ladies with the shopping we cart. got into the parking lot. He got right out. He was outside before I was because I was <laughs> grabbing my purse or whatever, waiting at the, the back of the or the car for me, runs into the store, grabs the cart himself and just starts running. And this is his usual store. So I, I was not aware it's where like supermarket sweep where he's yeah, running down the aisle. I didn't know where everything was. He immediately knew. He's like, what do, what do we need? That's what he said. What do we need? So so I, I told him we were getting three things. I think I had to get water. I had to get chips and and something. I think soda or something. They pull the thing party. where uh, he needs information and he just interrupts people and goes, "Excuse me, excuse me." Well, that's what happened because we got the <laughs> soda, we got the chips. We could we couldn't find the bottled water because he didn't usually buy that. Ah. So there was a woman who was helping someone else and he runs with the cart up to her and says excuse me where's the water and i'm like oh my god like this lady's like he's got it i can't do the accent but he's got his his rhode island accent and it was just like i was like I'm and then they sorry. pranked him in the checkout line right well the lady, he was kind enough to pay once we get up there so yeah. he, he pulls out his wallet and she's when she's done she says your total's one thousand fifty seven dollars and he goes excuse me now <laughs> she could tell he was daydreaming oh, yeah. huh? just yeah. making sure you're it paying was, attention it was very funny and well then, i'm sure you won't be doing all of that again it was exciting it was yeah it was something to remember yes absolutely you're not gonna make it to old age hanging out with him <laughs> Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 997 FM, anywhere in the Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Tune in, one of the streaming apps, wherever you're listening, we sure do appreciate it. Welcome to Thirsty Thursday, September the 22nd, 2022. 92222. That's a lot of twos. I feel like this is one of those days, every once in a while, there'll be a date that pops up, and mm-hmm. I feel like 
there's something I'm supposed to remember for today, or there's an event that happened on this day, and I'm looking at the news, and I'm looking at my own uh, mm. Facebook memories and all of that. I don't see anything, but I feel for some reason like I needed to remember Nine, two, September 22nd, two. and I can't so remember. the first day of fall. And maybe that's what it is. This is the, uh, it's not the first full day of fall, but today, yeah. fall begins. It is the equinox. Tomorrow, the first full day of fall. It's... Three months to the day after our anniversary. Nah, that's not it. I, I don't, don't know. know. Wouldn't come up with that. I feel like there's some sort of historical event <laughs> that happened do, today. I don't or, know. You've got the on this day right in front I of you. I know, and I don't see anything that jumps out there? at me. And I don't. I, I'm looking through birthdays. I don't think that's it. Mm. And there's nobody I know. I'm my friend's birthday uh, is tomorrow. My buddy's oh, birthday yes. is tomorrow, but yeah. not today. I'm not sure. I don't know. Nine two two two. Can't think of anything, but it's a two 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 is a funny day, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Welcome to Thirsty Thursday. Of course, that means tipsy or toddler today. We have lined up some great phone callers. They've got crazy stories, and as usual, it's up to us and you, the audience at home, to decide whether or not this happened to them when they were just a little kid that didn't know any better or when they were drunk off their ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll go to the Celebrity Hotline, talk to Jill Hennessy. Maybe you don't remember her name, but I know you know her face and you'll know her uh, resume. She was on Law & Order. She's on Crossing Jordan. And she's on this new show with Kevin Bacon called The City on the Hill. They got their uh, season finale, season three this week, so we'll talk to her about that. Plus, we'll do He Said, she said. at 7.50. Hashtag mom. God fashion. 7.20. 9.20. A little bit after 7. Cash jackpot for double your money Thursday. Five hundo. Five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. A whole stack of Ben Franklin's. Yes. If you get the classic rock keywords, all four of them, your chance to play right after seven o'clock this morning. I was canceled yesterday. <laughs> I'm not making this up. <laughs> and I am uh, for all my. I mean, I'm a big mouth, but for all of that, yeah. you wouldn't say that I'm someone who is uh, provocative or confrontational on social media, right? I'm not somebody who no, posts conspiracy theories no. or any really anything controversial at all, right? You generally don't stir the pot. No, when you say generally, what does that mean? Well, because there are some things, especially within our industry, within work industry, oh, yeah. that you'll post about. Because obviously you have knowledge and you have opinion. So I, I do think that sometimes you will post some things that... Somebody is that controversial? Argue. I don't know. It's controversial, but you don't. Te- you tend not to post things that could be questionable. So you just post a, a photo or a, a fact that you a, a right. pie chart. And nonetheless, something. I find myself running into trouble from time to time on social media, yeah. including yesterday. And uh, I don't know. Should I get into all of this? I guess I should. Uh, sure. I our mean- friend uh, Constantine was mm-hmm. playing for us. He's mm-hmm. been a guest on the show many times, and yes. he had a, did a special concert for us. And we played some of the audio yesterday, and you and I took a picture of both him performing at the recording studio and of him with us. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I just said it was great that's seeing it. American Idol's own Broadway star, Constantine Maroulis. And he is like one of the nicest guys. Super nice so guy. So nice, so down to earth. Yeah. Just very... Well, I, I I did go through his uh, Twitter because okay. I tagged him on Twitter. Well, he's uh, he's a lefty, okay? So okay. he's he's very vocal about being to the left politically. But I don't, every, I don't care. Right to be. It's and, his own Twitter. Listen, mm-hmm. I also follow Pat Sajak, who's very much to the right. I like both of them. Sure. I don't care, but he's vocal about his politics, and a lot of celebrities are, right? Yeah. I yeah. didn't know this. But I don't care about it. Well, apparently, uh, he made a comment that I ticked off a group of these trolls that look for hashtags. Oh no! And now it's my fault. They're like, are you, you really want to be? You really want to be supporting a guy who doesn't like X, Y, Z, and all these things that they care? And it, and they start trolling me. And there's like 50, 60 tweets from these people. And of course, they all got these super weird handles with these creepy looking pictures, like a skeleton face as a profile really? pic. Oh yeah, Why? the whole deal. So it took me an hour. This is the only reason I'm aggravated. Is it took me over an hour to go through and block and hide their comment. So my page isn't getting overrun with these trolls that think 
a rock concert has something to do with uh, their agenda. You know what I mean? I, this is why I I do not like. There's a lot of reasons. But this could happen like on Twitter, Facebook. But, it could happen on any of them, right? Sure. It could happen think, in your email. I think for some reason, Twitter brings out the worst in people. I don't yeah. know why they feel like. I don't know why you feel like you get to have more of an opinion on Twitter. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen everywhere. But you go to Instagram, and it's just photos. It's not. Sure. There's. I, I'm sure some of that happens on there, but it's not. It's not as much as Twitter or Facebook, and I I don't understand the reason for it. You weren't, you, you just, we met him, and he's a great guy, and he came to, you weren't supporting his thoughts and dreams. I didn't even his, know he had thoughts until I looked saying, it up, and went, what are these people talking about? You know, and then I went, oh, great. I don't care at all. Right. It's not you, my problem. You're not retweeting what he said. You no. posted a picture with him. You, I don't, I just don't get it, and this is part of the reason. Because that, people like to be aggravated about course, everything, you know? Of course. but Most I, people choose politics. I choose traffic. This... <laughs> They're singling you out and canceling you. I know. So why is it my fault? Because no I'm friends reason. with the guy. Right. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> everybody. I, I hope everybody has friends that don't agree with each other. You know. I think it's good to have friends that don't agree with you. You don't have to be on the same page. Nobody's on the same page about everything right. ever. We're all different. People. Even if you look at them, you go, "What the hell are you smoking?" Right. It doesn't mean Who I cares? can't be friends with you. It You're still mean a you good can't person. Enjoy his music. You, his, you can't. Right. You can't think that he's a very talented performer and be thankful that he came and did. But something. remember, the biggest irritant here is that I had to go through and block all of these <laughs> numbskulls. You think you know what it is? It's because I have the blue check mark. It is because I'm a big deal on it Twitter. It is, and you know why? Because after you told me this was happening, I went on there and I was still able. You were to tagged see, in it too, though. I was tagged, but nobody attacks me because I only have 200 <laughs> followers because I don't care. Like That's I right. Don't, I don't post anything. I retweet whatever you tweet. That's basically what my entire Twitter page is. So I have no idea. But that is why it's because you have a blue check mark and you're. You're an influencer on Twitter. Oh, this so. is good. Now, now I like it. Now, it now makes you me like happy. it? Now, yeah. Oh, now this what? makes me feel like a big cheese. <laughs> You've got a bigger No press now. is bad press. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <I> guess. <laughs> Here at press. <laughs> well, it's a Thursday tradition. As usual, I'm not really sure why, but yet it is. <laughs> we line up phone callers. I guess it started because it's Thirsty Thursday. Right. All of whom have a crazy story, and it's up to us and you to figure out, did this happen to them when they were just a little kid, they mm-hmm. didn't know any better, mm-hmm. life just happened, they kind of fell into it, or because they were drunk. Right. That's why we call it tipsy or toddler. If you would like to be a contestant, by the way, make sure to send us a message. You can text in 774-4444, 732-774-4444, or on Facebook, let us know. And maybe you next will be sharing your story, your crazy story, yes. here on Tipsy or Toddler. Let's start on line one. This is Ronald. I punched a mall Santa Claus in the face. Well, of course you did. <laughs> That's awful. That is awful. I'm going to hope he was a little kid yes. that freaked out. Yes, Because kids do, for some reason, get scared visiting mall Santas. Well, well, a little creepy. Yeah, I'm going to say kid. All right. I was a drunk adult. Oh, my God. Santa cut me in line, food court, and when I complained, shoved me. Being drunk, I slugged him right in his cherry nose, kicked him in his bowl full of jelly. I oh, my gosh. And from the mall for life. Yeah, I That's guess so. That's awful. I guess so. Thank you for listening to our little show, you criminal you. Wow. That's awful. That's a pretty bad story. I don't care for that at all. I once had a little... Uh, altercation with a mall cop over you did yeah over uh breaking into the easter display now the bunny was you not broke there into the easter display yeah we were this story gets worse as we go along we were doing a radiothon for so you were not a little kid no and i was not drunk either you're just a jerk well yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that's clear there's a group of us we we're doing a radiothon and broadcasting from the mall raising money for a children's hospital at easter time okay and we went late and so i uh 
I, I can't remember what what it was. We we were had like a party in the back room. They let us use the, and then so we walked through the mall after they had closed at 30, 10 o'clock at night. And we thought it'd be funny to go into the Easter Bunny's little pavilion there. Uh-huh. And, and take pictures on the throne. Yeah, and just goof around, you know. <laughs> like we were choking his uh, ostrich and You're terrible. sitting on the throne and playing with the eggs. And That's awful. The mall wait, cop wait, wait. is like, excuse he me, uh, what are you guys doing? We're like, don't worry. We're with the radio station. Was he just okay with it? Yeah, he was like, well, I really, can you please not do that? And then we were like, yeah, okay, sorry. Why did the Easter Bunny have an ostrich? That's a good question. Yeah, he had, a, he had assorted farm animals with him, so... <laughs> I don't know, Weird. Peter Cottontail or something, but, okay. but I, I didn't punch the sand and get arrested for the love of God. I guess. All right, this is Tipsier Toddler. Let's go try Craig. This is another physical altercation, I'm told, on the call screen thing here. I got into a fist fight whether or not Mike Tyson was the greatest boxer of all time. <laughs> ah, so you know something about punching, huh? Right, you're a drunk adult. What, what kid is going to fight over Mike Tyson? Who yeah, cares? I would say he's a drunk adult, yeah. <laughs> I was a little kid. Oh, the debate with another kid at school about whether Mike Tyson is the greatest wow. heavyweight champ of all time. The kid called Tyson a punk, so I punched him in the eye. <laughs> I'm sure Tyson would be very proud of I was going to say, I'm you. sure Mike Tyson would be very impressed with this. <laughs> yes. Knowing what I know about Mike Tyson, I feel like he'd be very impressed. That's hilarious. Let's go talk to Shauna. I got stuck in a storm drain. <laughs> I'm going to say you're a little kid, and that's that's too bad. You don't want a kid stuck in a storm drain. I hope you are a drunk adult, because that's so? very funny. Now, it would be funny if she's a drunk adult, and I'm going to point and laugh. But if you're a little kid, it's kind of like when you see it happen to a kitten or something. Yes. You feel bad, Shauna. I was a little kid. Oh. I went down a storm drain, so obviously I went after it. I ended up getting stuck for over six hours, <gasps> and the fire department and EMTs had to come in and save me. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That's crazy. This kind of reminds me of the time we took the kids trick-or-treating, <laughs> and there was a, a red balloon. Oh, yeah. And it happened to be right by a storm drain, and this is when that It movie about yes. the crazy clown came yeah. out. Yeah. And the kids started panicking. Well, nobody wants to be eaten by a clown that's living in the storm drain. That's so very I, scary. So I got so upset that the kids were getting upset that I took the uh, balloon and popped it with Did. my foot. And then ever since, Grayson has been talking about the yeah. time that I uh, killed It the Clown's balloon. Uh, I think balloon. Grayson was three or so, and that was honestly a huge a moment huge transformative in his moment life. in his life. Yes, yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you took the clown I hope up. the kid has more exciting things to come. <laughs> I think we have time for one or two more. Let's do Jamie, line three. I ate 30 Reese's peanut butter cups. Wow. I did that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, is there a problem? <laughs> I would say she was a little kid, though. I'm going to say drunk adult. You think so? Yeah. All right. You know what? I'm changing my answer. <laughs> drunk adult. I was a little kid. Ah! I had a summer party. I ate them all, but I felt terrible. In the middle of the night, I had a massive well of nausea hit me. Oh. So I ran to the bathroom and the projectile vomited. Oh, oh great. Gosh. But since it was dark, I didn't realize that the bathroom was actually this girl's parents' bathroom. <gasps> oh, jeez. the toilet was their bed. Oh. An hour later, I was asleep at home in my own bed. That, oh, my god. That sounds more like a drunk person story, if that, I'm being honest Absolutely. With you, so I want to hear some of her drunk stories, if that's her little <laughs> kid story. Wow. That's gross. Also, she says terrible, like Charles Barkley. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Just terrible. You can't hold down 30 Reese cups? Come on. What kind of amateur are you? What a loser. <laughs> You're a warped individual, you know that? I mean, listen, I I know I'm no church mouse, but I mean, you're a warped individual. I think I've had about enough of this. Tipsy or toddler. Good morning, Jill. How are you? Very well. How are you 
doing, Robbie? I'm doing just fine. Thank you so much for making a little time with us. And uh, congratulations on this uh, season three finale of this show. It's a new show to me. I just found out about it not that long ago, so we started binging it, knowing we were going to talk to you. Man, this is real good. Kind of a thriller, kind of a drama, kind of a cop drama. Man, it's so great. Thank you so much. Yeah, i, I got to say I love it, too, man. It's one of the, the best jobs I've ever had, to be honest, in terms of writing, performances, just crazy scripts. Really, really intense stuff. It takes place in Boston. It takes place in the Beacon Hill neighborhood, which is why it's called a City on a Hill. Uh, Kevin Bacon is on this thing. Uh, you're on this thing. For people that don't know the plot line, could you give like a, you know, just tell people what it's about so they get an idea? Yeah, sure. Like you said, it's a, you know, gritty cop drama set in the 90s in Boston, and Kevin just plays this disgusting, offensive excuse of a human being who's an FBI dude. And I, unfortunately, play his wife. Um, <laughs> not, not the happiest of marriages, shall we say. And uh, Aldous Hodge plays this prosecutor from, from Brooklyn who's trying to, you know, goes into Boston to try to clean up the, the corruption that exists in the system there. And uh, in this particular season, season three, we got Corbin Bernstein, speaking of disgusting human beings, and brilliant actor. The guy is great, but his character is so, I, I won't even give you details, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, it's a great plot line for him. Wonderful. You've never seen Corbin Bernstein like this. He's season finale is this Sunday, and he, he finally, yay, kind of gets a bit of what he deserves uh, this Sunday night. Uh, my character, oh my gosh, her marriage has sort of been up and down these three seasons with, with Kevin, and then something happened last week with an Irish priest, that's all I'm going to say, and in the episode this Sunday, it kind of, it all kind of comes to a head, and uh, something kind of shocking happens. To my character this Sunday, I'm kind of afraid to watch. I'm getting all kinds of spoilers here because we just are about to wrap up season one, so I got a ways to go to catch up uh, since the season finale of season three oh is God. coming out here. Okay, I'm so, I hope I didn't spoil anything for you. No, no, that's okay. This gives me things to look forward to, gives me some teasers. I'm one of these people, I got to go on Wikipedia and, and kind of get an overview of an episode anyway just to know what I'm in for, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Very good idea. It's kind of funny how uh, cop shows that take place in Boston, New York, they've got so much character to them. There's something about those two cities in particular. And so I think that's, uh, you know, if you love The Departed, I think you might get a kick out of this. Because, of Kevin was in that, too. You kind of might, you know, if you're a fan of that, you're definitely going to like this show if you haven't yeah. seen it. It's got that Boston attitude to it, you know? You're right. Very much so. It's actually it's similar to The Town, too. It reminds me of the initial script. The pilot script reminds me of The Town a lot. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, if you happen to see this, but I just got to ask you, since he is your co-star, we were talking about Kevin Bacon last week because he wrote a song about that kid that's gone viral about how much he likes corn. Uh, does Kevin ever sing on the set? Have you seen this happen? Is he doing goofy things like this in your presence? Um, I, like, I usually bring my guitar to set all the time. So, you know, I'll usually, you know, share my guitar with him. Occasionally he'll bring his. Uh, but usually in between takes, if he's got time, he'll, he'll sit with me and he'll play some like James Taylor, Joni Mitchell, and I'll throw in some Radiohead and Cure and Bruce Springsteen. Oh. Well, you're playing legit stuff. He was doing a goofy song about a kid that liked corn, so I don't know what the deal was. So you can give him some grief the next time you guys see each other for I us. Yeah, <laughs> just good. Kevin Bacon corn. You'll find it. Why haven't I seen this corn song, man? I would love that. <laughs> we wasted a good sixty seconds of airtime playing that back. I know. I'm sure he would appreciate that, though. I will tell him. Yes, please do. Jill, before we let you run here, i got to ask, uh, of course, Law & Order, an iconic show. And we were just reading some statistics. One of the uh, five most streamed shows during COVID, where, of course, a lot of people were spending more time at home with the streaming. Is that amazing to you? Do people still come up to you and want to talk about this show? I'm still reeling from what you just said. That, that was really one of the top stream shows during quarantine, Law & Order? One of the five most. I'll be honest with you, Sopranos was number one, according to what I'm looking at here uh, from uh, streaming data. But yeah, number top five. Wow. 
Wow. I'm, that is phenomenal. I don't know. Maybe I was going to say I'm really surprised, and now I'm thinking, well, maybe not so surprised. I mean, I'm shocked at how many, like, I'll get young NYU students who live in my neighborhood stopping me on the street, like, oh, law and order, you're from law and order. <laughs> and I'm shocked that these kids, some 18, 17 years old, know who I am. It's, it's crazy, but I guess it's, it's really it cast such a, a wide net, that show, and it's been on for so long, right? And, sure. and lived in, in reruns. Uh, so, so there you go. There you go. I was acting much lighter fare during quarantine. I was looking for sort of more of an escape, shall I say. Well, I guess some people are just into blood and guts. What can I say? Yeah, I, I got you. You're right. <laughs> well, speaking of maybe occasional blood and guts, uh, season finale, season three, if you're a fan of City on the Hill, we've just started it, so I can't wait to get there, but uh, it comes out this week. Jill, great to talk to you. Thanks for making some time. Uh, I have so to much, say man. thank you great. again. I've just gotten... Uh, deluge of messages people going oh hey by the way happy birthday which is very nice and i appreciate it but i think uh we kind of confused everybody because we threw a party uh just for family right and just a, and one or two people that i've been friends a long time no you know, not like a work party nothing no, like that no, no, no. so just mostly a family party mm-hmm. and, and we did it because my folks have a pool and you figured the weather would be nice. Mm-hmm. But my actual birthday is not for a couple of more weeks. I've just gotten tons of people going, happy birthday. And it, well, it's not my birthday. Now I'm going to feel like a jerk when Facebook notifies people that it is my birthday. Because yeah. this is what everybody does. I know everyone says, oh, I never go on Facebook. You check to see if it's anybody's birthday. You know you do, right? I if, honestly don't check with <laughs> well, I really don't. I don't care. <laughs> if it pops up or I, I, I don't, I, I probably should. I should probably. But anybody who I'm really close to who I would wish a happy birthday, I, I know their birthday. So yeah, and you did create a Facebook post as a matter of fact and this is why I bring all of this up because we have an actual birthday this week Yeah, really in our family your yeah. closest friend who you've been friends with since you were like five years old mm-hmm. and because of the situation with your family, you were very, very close with. Uh, she's almost like your. She's my sister. Yeah, she's she's my my chosen sister. I guess I would call her. She's definitely been one of my closest friends. Her parents. They're t- kind of sort of. I feel like they, they're more my in laws. This yeah. is no diss on your mom, who's no, very sweet, but no. she lives far away. Right, and of course your father should be imprisoned. So. <laughs> I have nothing to do with him. So I kind of look at these people like my in-laws. So very, And it was her birthday this week. Right. And you posted a picture that she hated. She hate. Well, I posted a collage of photos, and all of which I was trying to keep them from the past year or so. And my post was, we've made so many pictures, or have yeah. made so many memories. We have so many pictures together. I'll try to keep these ones updated. So I think all of the pictures are from the last year or two of trips that we've taken. We've taken the kids places. We've gone But the picture out. that is front and center, I do have to agree with her. She's making a, a goofy face. Well, so am I. I know, but somehow you look cute and she looks like no. sh- there's something wrong with her. She looks well, a little bit like we were, Igor from Frankenstein. We were at a winery and we were wasty pants. Like. <laughs> yeah, but you look like you're having fun and she looks like she's been hit by a bus. It's not a great picture, but <laughs> it shows our person. This is the same friend that we talked about last week that when we start to talk to each other, we oh, talk yeah. like this. Yeah. It's the same friend. That's who we are. So I thought. I realize was- you're both nuts. I'm just telling you, I agree <laughs> with her. You picked for the center picture a very unflattering photo of her i i didn't mean for it to be unflattering i I thought it i thought it was fun i thought it was funny Uh because it was who we are we're just goofballs and we just she's one of the only people who i can be really open and silly with and i don't know so that that it was supposed to be a loving post but no she was not terribly pleased with the photo and then i sent her a gift in the mail because she doesn't live near us and I, i had it arranged so it would get there on her birthday. And what was it? 
It was a little care package box that had a... Do you have a picture of this? I think you should post it. <laughs> okay, I do. Maybe blur it out. It has a, a candle in it, and the candle has an inscription that says, Our friendship is like this candle. If you forget me, I'll burn your house down. <laughs> <laughs> it has a wine sippy cup that has a straw in it for us when we take our little walks with the kids. And it says, I'd shank a bitch for you right in the kidney. <laughs> and then... Well, you would. I would. Yeah. And then it has a card that said, you're pretty fucking awesome. Keep that shit up. It has a mirror that says, not a day over fucking fabulous. And so I sent this gift box to her and uh, not, I didn't put a disclaimer on it. And I guess I should have because she has three boys who are all under the age of 12. Yes. And she opened the gift in front of the kids. And of course they want, oh, what do you got, mom? What do you got? And they thought it was hilarious. Well, it is hilarious. But then... She was uh, upset with me. So basically what you're saying is you ruined this poor girl's birthday. I think I did. And not only that, but she had to work on her birthday. So she gets (laughs) home from work, sees the post, then sees my gift. And I did. I feel like I ruined her birthday and I feel really, really awful. So what are you going to do about it? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I feel really- Makeup present? I, I guess I'm I'm going I'm gonna go see her next weekend. So maybe I offered a babysit. I don't know what to do. I feel really awful. I didn't mean to make her feel bad, or, or you, you know, you could. I mean, I know it's a birthday post, but like, I am not allowed slash would not post a picture of you without pre-approval. Yeah. Well, I. I mean, going to you to get a picture is like getting a well, lawyer to no, notarize no. a document. Yes, I agree with you, but. To that point, the photos that I chose were all photos that we both posted and were tagged on Facebook already. Yeah. So they were already there. I just highlighted them and putting them all in a collage because like the one that she did not like was from a wine tour we took. We already posted that photo after we took uh, the well, wine. Well, you know what? Then maybe so, all bits are off. Yes. To to be fair, I, I agree with you, but she was tagged in the photo already and approved the tag. So it was already on her page. Now, on the other hand, our friend Jessica Tyler, who works in our news department, I go out of my way. I know you do. To make sure that the picture I choose is, I'm like, Take a bunch of them because in one of them, she's going to close her eyes yes. and look away. Mm-hmm. And that's the one I post on purpose. <laughs> You're terrible. Yeah. You're terrible. You're welcome. Yeah. Have a nice day. Uh-huh. Are you following this uh, Adam Levine thing? Like a hawk. <laughs> now, yes. we met him, by the way, and he seemed like a great guy. We had a conversation about how he liked the uh, standards. and Yes. Uh, now, he's with the band Maroon 5, right. who people may or may not know. I mean, I can't imagine we will probably be playing their music sooner or later because they're, <laughs> right. they're about 20 years old They've now. They've been so around for a while. They're essentially classic rock at this point. Yes. Uh, and he was also one of the judges on uh, The Voice for a while. Right. So I think people know who he is. Well, uh, anyway, there's a big controversy that's blown up because a... Online model? Is that who she is? She's an Instagram model went on TikTok. And like on a fashion Instagram. model? No. No? <laughs> she's like an influencer model. So she just posts pictures of and herself. She, an OnlyFans model oh, as well. So, so she posts nudie pictures? Yeah. Okay, got it. suit, nudie, you know, those types of photos. And she posted a screenshot of him reaching out in her messages saying, I'm, I'm, I think you're beautiful, I can't get enough of you. Exactly. Okay, now yes. he's of course married, happily married, bunch of kids, he's so we thought. He's got two kids and one on the way. He was sending her text and then he even asked if he can name his unborn baby after her so i think that that's something that people are kind of like that's crazy since that's happened two more i'm sorry three more women have come out to say he has also sent them inappropriate texts or what they would deem as inappropriate as a married man no he hasn't asked to get together or anything like that no none of the texts say that just i'm in love with you i think you're beautiful not not i'm in love with you just that you're sexy i you know why don't you mess with me Inappropriate text, very yeah. flirtatious, inappropriate text to send if you're a married man, in my opinion. Even if you were a single guy, being a big a celebrity, creepy. a big millionaire like and him, what are you doing? Right, and he's sending them from his checkmarked he 
doesn't know these people, right? Right. Uh, yeah. As far as we know. Right. He's just finding photos and he, I, I don't know if he gets off from messaging them or what he does. But the thing that's kind of crazy is he's come out and said, I never cheated. Sure. They were inappropriate texts. They're flirty texts. Just two days ago, him and his wife stepped out kissy lovey-dovey after all of this has come out. So obviously she's heard about this. So the big debate now is... So maybe he doesn't think they're inappropriate. Maybe in his relationship, this is what it is. And that's the big debate. Is this cheating? And I think it's interesting to see what people are saying. You know, if you're comfortable with your spouse reading every word, then it's innocent enough. But if even one word is deleted or hidden, then it's it's probably inappropriate. And then other people are saying... Yeah, but you know what? Forget this whole discussion. Even if it's okay within their relationship, it's still weird because he's a big weird. celebrity. Right. What are you doing? And it is semi-inappropriate. Yeah, you're right. making a fool of yourself just irrespective of your relationship. And obviously these women think that it's strange because they're coming out and sure. saying so now. So I think that you have to have a little bit of a, you have to have a little bit of a, a read on who you're messaging, even if your spouse is okay with you having sex with somebody else. I mean, there are open relationships like that. You don't know what their circumstances are. But there's a different standard when you're a celebrity like he is. I think that there is, but... It's so even, even if she is okay with what? it, he's still being a jerk. Honestly, it's not It's not a different standard. It should be the same standard for everyone. If you're messaging someone and they are uncomfortable with it, Yeah, it's no, wrong. I mean, I agree with you. I'm just saying that even if he were a single guy who makes no bones about being sure. a single guy, if you're reaching out to some random woman that you don't know yeah. and you're famous... People right. are going to hear about it. Right. So be very careful what you say. Right. You're, you know what I'm saying? Most of these women that he is reaching out to are people who are looking for the attention as it is. They're they they're on OnlyFans. They're posting in their bathing suit. You do that for attention. You don't do yeah. that. You, you do. It's okay. We've done it. It's fine. If you have the body, great. But they're looking for attention. So to think that they're not going to come out and say that this is happening is crazy. That's crazy to think that people are not going to hear hey, listen, about it. But listen, I mean, if he's... he's wife is okay with it. I mean, I guess that's their business, but it, it doesn't make it not creepy. Right. That's the debate. Is is this cheating or not? And it, again, that that's within your relationship, whether or not it's cheating. It's not my relationship. It's your relationship. So yeah. if she's fine with it, then whatever. But it is. I, I grant you, it is a little, it's a know. bit much. Well, at least it's not politics. It's something we can be talking about that isn't politics. <laughs> yes. Because as we're true. going through this conversation, I realized about halfway through that I just really don't care about what this guy does at all. Right. But it's like the number one news it's story. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Like it's you crazy. realize we have inflation and a war and. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly he doesn't because he's just looking at Instagram models. So. <laughs> Doesn't I mean, care. not a bad way to spend your time, but guess. don't put it out there. I guess. Well, all right. <laughs> time for hashtag mom. We're segueing radio. <laughs> mom. <laughs> Every morning, 729, 20, we hear from moms. Moms who probably have a little more cooth than Mrs. Levine, probably. in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. but that's just me. And they share what it's like being a mom. Sometimes we hear from dads, too, and we share them on the radio here, 729, 20, every day. Jenny Pentland said, I was arguing with my husband and my son screamed, yay, two Christmases. <laughs> now, <laughs> that's pretty funny. I love that there's a kid who probably is a friend whose parents are divorced. Yeah. And he's thinking to himself, this is a racket. It, right? This is great. Yeah, it is great. I'm the center of attention. Two, Double the gifts. Two Come Christmases, on. two birthdays, two Thanksgiving. I get it's in trouble fantastic. one place, I go to the other that's place. exactly it. What a weasel of a kid. <laughs> More Quint said, best part of working from home is having your five-year-old run in the room while you're on a conference call and cry, I accidentally peed in the wrong place. Well, listen, get yourself back to your desk where you belong. <laughs> we all should be going into the office like uh, normal working people. Okay. We got a text from 9991 that said, my daughter and her husband call each other babe. Now their two-year-old thinks that's their names and calls them babe too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, all I can picture is the little cute pig, you know? Oh, babe. Yeah. <laughs> 
cool. <laughs> what was that little catchphrase that pig had? La, la, la. That's it. <laughs> so cute. Uh, I like that. That's cute. Hashtag mom. God, Every morning, 720 and 20, in, you might hear yours. Thank you for all the uh, submissions. We've gotten a nice little handful of them. People have spotted the Robbie and Rochelle in the Morning uh, logo on New Jersey Transit buses, Port Authority buses. We certainly appreciate that. Uh, if you have spot one, you can snap a picture safely and send it into us. Uh, we'll get your Robbie and Rochelle in the Morning coffee mug with some tickets in to CW's Masters of Illusion coming next month to the Basie. Yes. Uh, a little shameless self-promotion contest we got going on here. <laughs> all right, time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old training stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. Connect anytime and get the podcast on demand on our website, 1071theboss.com, through Facebook or wherever you get your podcasts, all the socials. Number five, you think you're tough. You think you're tough. But are you as tough as this six-year-old boy who crashes his bike, face plants into the ground, <gasps> spits out some dirt, and is caught on camera saying this about the whole thing? Whoa, whoa. It was just dude stuff. <gasps> <laughs> I'm okay. It's just dude stuff. Oh, my gosh. That's a tough little kid. That is a tough little kid. If that were Grayson, he would be screaming for hours. Yeah. No way. Remember the time he got kicked in the gut by an alpaca? Yeah, he didn't cry then, though. I mean, no, he did cry. Did he cry? He cried. He was pretty tough about it. It was I- literally three seconds <laughs> after the farmer said, do not walk up behind and startle the alpaca. And he went, understood. Bam. Cry. He was kicked pretty hard. <laughs> This kid fell off a bike into the ground, spits out dirt. He's lucky he didn't lose a teeth. It's he didn't just, lose a teeth. He didn't lose a he teeth. Lucky he didn't lose a teeth. <laughs> that sound like the people trolling us on Twitter right now. <laughs> Y'all suck. We ain't got no teeth. God bless America. Okay. Number four, nothing says rap better than this gray-haired Senate candidate from Utah. <laughs> she decided to do a campaign video rapping. And listen. For all of you out there that do hate, I have no idea who she is. I don't know what party she's yeah. from. I don't know what she stands for. I have no idea. All matter, I know is right? I watched this video, and she is running for Senate, and she's rapping in her campaign least, video. You have to be at least, what, 35 to run for Senate? So right? uh, I think it's 30, okay. yeah. So we know she's over 30, <laughs> so she's not a young person, right. okay? Hey, Utah District 12, listen up right here. There's a new name on the ballot for the Senate this year. My name is Linda Paulson, Republican and awesome. Love God and family and the Constitution. Okay, fine. So now we know what she stands I'm getting, for. I'm just getting into and it. And you're all going to get upset with me. You know what? I think if she wrote that herself, that's pretty darn good. I was just getting into it. It's got a nice beat. Not terrible. <laughs> we don't like rap music anyway. <laughs> I really didn't think that was terrible. <laughs> Number three, woman from Georgia. Finds $543 inside a bag of KFC. What? I guess chicken pieces. Be a bit, I thought they came in buckets. Is it a bag of KFC? Can you get the chicken in a bag? Yeah, I think it depends how many pieces you're getting. <laughs> oh, it's in a bucket. Sometimes they put it in a box. Sometimes they put it in a bucket. Yeah. Maybe it was a bag of cash in the bucket of uh, oh, chicken. I don't okay. know. That's, but anyway, she, uh, she spoke to a local media. Her name is Joan Oliver. She said that even though she is going through a tough time financially, she decided the right thing to do was put some good karma out there and give it back. So she went to the restaurant oh. and told them what happened. I started counting it. And when I got to 500, I stopped. I said, no, I can't keep this. It'll come back. It'll come back twofold. Well, you're a very Good nice lady. You. Good for you. I'm sure the people behind the counter are like, oh, thanks very much. We'll make sure whoever this is in gets it. Well, I think they probably did if it's making news now. I, yeah. I That's amazing. Maybe that's they a, had to, but. That's a lot of chicken, though. I'd be more, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm more curious. It's interesting that the lady decided to do a good deed, mm-hmm. but I'm even more curious how it is how it $543 cash ends up in a bucket of Kentucky yeah, Fried that's, Chicken. That's very curious. Apparently the uh, colonel has a bookie. I don't know. <laughs> 
Number two, Adam Sandler has been photographed with a cane in public, and fans have been a little concerned. Mm. He says uh, he's having hip surgery, and he's doing just fine, and he oh. expects to be out on his comedy tour, which was announced a couple of days ago. Yeah. Man, does anything make you feel older than Adam Sandler having hip surgery and walking with a cane? <laughs> Man, he was always the young punk on Saturday right, Night Live, but then right. you remember that was 30 years ago. No, Wow. He's 57 now, by the way. Wow, having hip And then he's a little young to have to have a hip replacement, isn't it? The poor guy. Well, he's, like you said, he was jumping around for years. He was Billy Madison <laughs> being crazy. He's doing the all price the... price is wrong, bitch. I really run into Bob Barker getting a hip replacement in there. <laughs> Bob's like, you caught up with me, young feller. Yeah, he kicked his ass once. He'll do it again. <laughs> hey, you better watch out. Bob will tell you. Yep. Bonus story for you. Speaking of Saturday Night Live, they kick off their 48th season, October 1st. I'm very excited about this. The first host, Miles Teller, Rooster. Oh, very cool. From Top Gun. This gives me all the more reason to shave my mustache to root on Miles. Maybe we go stand outside of 30 Rock. I did sign up for tickets, so I don't know if we're good. That would Miles, be look at the mustache. It's just like yours. <laughs> we're twinsies. Twinsies. That'll get me tackled real fast. Oh, 100%. <laughs> bonus, bonus story for you. Listen to this. The Wall Street Journal did an article about how young people will buy a t-shirt with a logo on it for bands, TV shows. They have no idea what it is. They just like the image. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, a poll was done after this article came out last week. 25% of people, this online, say they've worn a shirt for a band or TV show, a movie. They don't know what it is. 30, uh, 41% of people under 30 have done yeah. this. Yeah. I saw a girl who works, she works in our industry actually. She had an ACDC shirt on. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, rock on ACDC. And then someone said, can you name one ACDC couldn't song? Do couldn't do it. Had no idea. Just Google Wearing it. an ACDC shirt. Yeah, she's like, I don't know. I just like the shirt. That's what she said. <laughs> then there's those Jersey Transit buses with our logo on it. They got no choice. <laughs> they got no say in the matter. Right. By the way, did you see one of the ones that came in? It's like, why? I'm, my face is split in most of you. You're all there sitting pretty. The station <laughs> logo's up there. And then me, I'm split right in the middle. I'm sorry. Why did they have to do that? I don't know. It had to be positioned that my know. face would get split. Yeah. Like I've been in a monkey attack. <laughs> <laughs> And number one, a couple of Guinness World Records have been broken. Man in the UK now holds the record for going to the most pubs in one day. Hmm. 67 pubs in 17 hours. He oh, shatters wow. the previous record of 56 in just over 10. Wow. Rochelle says, mm, challenge accepted. Yeah, I think I could do it. I really do. I know this challenge, you have to actually drink at each one of them. That's a requirement. I think I could do it. I really do. I mean, that's just uh, 67 beers. You'd be all right. 67 beers, or you could just- You have to finish it. Right. 67 White Claws, for sure. I could down that in 17 hours. For sure. No problem. No problem. (laughs) And again, his world record broken in Tennessee. A Corvette driver there has claimed that he drove the fastest ever in reverse in a Corvette. He did it one minute, 15.2 seconds at an average speed of 48 miles an hour. You imagine backing up at almost 50 miles an hour? No. No, I can't back up going idle. Like, like I'm I'm freaking out. I have a backup camera and everything. Thing. Wait, this car doesn't have a backup <laughs> camera? I just can't drive it. don't know what to tell you. Seriously. I don't know how you got a license. I know. It's pretty bad. Thursday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. Scott Bayo, he's 62 today. Joan Jett, Andrea Bocelli. They're the same age, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, I would not have guessed wow. that. David Coverdale, the guy from White Snake, he's mm. 71. And Tony Basil, who had that big hit, Mickey, Mickey, You're So Fine, oh, You're yeah. So Fine. She's yeah. 79 today. Wow. Today is National Ice Cream Cone Day. All okay. right. National White Chocolate Day. Okay. okay. National Girls Day. And it is, of course, the first day of fall. Yes. That's a big F you to fall to have it be National Ice Cream Day, huh? <laughs> Local you, summer fall, suck it. Bit. Let's have a Kona Rocky Road. <laughs> Time to check out the old CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Now, if you have an event, 
an organization, maybe a charity, trying to do mm-hmm. some good, give back, raise a little fun, yes. power the work that you do, let us know about it. And we'll do our very best to uh, highlight it right here on the CBB. You can send it to us anytime on our Facebook page at 1071theboss.com, where you can always check all community events mm-hmm. and the complete listing of station events. Find out where our boss roadies are going to be out live on tour to meet you and greet you. Or you can text it to us, 732-774-4444. I know we've been talking a lot about uh, Halloween, this big Halloween event we got going at the Bellworks in Homedale. Right. And you and I are going to be out there first time is a week from tomorrow, Friday night, September the 30th, with the Boss Roadies. I'm so They're starting at 5 o'clock, so bright and early, and you can come trick-or-treat with us. Mm-hmm. I'll help you carve a pumpkin. I'll eat your candy. <laughs> Get all our boss events right there at 1071theboss.com. Here's a few other ones we get sent into us. Listen to this. It's a Stranger Things Halloween light show. A lot of the kids love that show. Mm-hmm. That starts tomorrow and then runs through Halloween night, 630 every night. Downey Avenue and Brick, over 100,000 synchronized LED lights synced to music from the show, like that running up the hill and all of that. Right. Just search a Stranger Things Halloween light show on Facebook for the address and more info. And I guess there's a suggested donation to a charity as well. Oh, that's you nice. Go check that out with the kids in the car. You know, pack them in a station wagon. Do a little... Clark Griswold. <laughs> Middletown Day 2022, Saturday at uh, Croydon Hall School, starting at 11 o'clock, featuring uh, businesses, community showcases. I don't know what that means, but it sounds interesting. <laughs> Plus, there's a food court, responder, first responder demonstrations, live entertainment, a whole lot more. MiddletownNJ.org for the details. Just get the kids all hopped up on candy. Mm-hmm. Here's the EMT. Check out what they do. Perfect. They get all excited. <laughs> Neptune City Fall, uh, Fall Food Truck Festival is happening this Saturday, noon to 8, Memorial Park. Free entry, live music, car show, games, beer. There'll be a petting zoo. Yeah, beer and goats. <laughs> NeptuneCityNJ.com. For all the info on that one. There you go. Just a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning. We had an event last night. A beautiful evening hanging out with Mr. Nolan and Mrs. Nolan. Mm-hmm. Right. And Joe, uh, Mark would know this. He plays at the game where they give you the quick little 30-second recap of what happened during a game. I'm going yeah, right, right. uh, to give you the Joe Nolan lines of the night. And all of oh, them were geez. directed at me. Uh, we shake hands. I say, hey, Joe, how are you? How do you like this shirt? I bought it at Ocean State Job Lot. And he goes, oh, jeez. <laughs> that was line number one of the night. Line well, number I two. I didn't mean anything by that. Oh, no, it's fine. Like There's a little sign, you know, walking that, into though. the walking into the event we're going. And I took a picture next to it. And he goes, you realize you're a goober, don't you? And I said, yeah, I do know I'm a goober. And then we're walking up the stairs on the way out of the place. He said, I got to tell oh, you, my, my knee is like killing me. I'm probably, uh, you know, a couple of years too early to have a knee problem. And he goes, that would be accurate. You're in big trouble. It don't look good. <laughs> so those are the Joe Nolan plays of the night right there. Oh, man. That was a fun night, though. We had a good time. Beautiful. It was, uh, uh, there's a movie, believe it or not, out on Scott Shannon. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what we did. We went to uh, the city just to uh, view that. And it was good. Yeah. I mean, we saw a lot of people there. A lot of, like we said, you, you know, it's easy to be a radio goober in a room full of uh, radio, radio goobers? superstars. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really, a lot of big, lot of big talent in that room. Yeah. I don't know what we were doing there. <laughs> I have no clue. I, 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 I thought the same thing. What am I doing here? You know? By the way, your uh, wife uh, leaned over to me at one point and said, I thought uh, Joe was in the movie. And I said, no, he's not in the movie. I don't think so. But he's just... Just here supporting our friend. No, I wasn't. See, you know, <laughs> she what? thought you were going to be in it. Uh, well, she's being. That might have been the Coors Light talking. Uh. But, but I said, <laughs> I, I said to her, I, I, you know, about that movie is that people. So many people because I worked with Scott for so long. So many people think that I was on Z One. Oh, I used to listen to you when I was in Z One Hundred. Yep. I never even was in Z One. The closest I ever came to Z One Hundred is when I lived in Harmon Cove Towers in Secaucus. <laughs> You know, that's the closest I came to being in Z100. And, but uh, it's fascinating stuff. It was a great story.
I did Great work at Z100. Do you know that? I know you did. Yeah, yeah I know you did. Yeah, I, I never, I never even walked in the door. So legendary yeah. stuff, and we do our best to keep the legacy of that uh, great time. We're kind of like Cobra Kai, where you get a little bit of the '80s and you get some new people too. You know, that's what we're doing here at the Boss. I like that. I like <laughs> Cobra Kai. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically Ralph Macchio. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> there's got to be there's got to be a jingle you could come up with that for that. <laughs> I'll work on that. All right. One oh seven one. Don't start singing Joe. Come on. <laughs> we're all slap happy. It's okay. yeah, a little bit. Oh, we are. Yeah. It's I, th- I thought Joe was in the movie. No, Marianne, he's not in the movie. <laughs> no. No. I love Although your he wife. did recognize me, though, when he was there, when I was, when the, we were there. We all did. He, were, he said hello to everybody. Yeah. He did. It was yes. very, very Which, cool. Good. I'm glad someone wrote it down for him. It <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Classic rock keywords to cash a double your money Thursday high. Hey, how are you doing? How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Oh, thank you. This feels like a therapy session. <laughs> I feel okay. Thank you for asking. What's your name? My name is Bruce. Bruce, where are you calling from this morning? Plainsboro. All right, I got another question for you. Are you in our cash club? I am. All right, so we're playing for $500 this morning. Bruce, give us those classic rock keywords for the cash. He's watching us all. He's watching us all. $250 cash. And let's double your money, make it $500. Do you have those bonus keywords? With the eye of the target. Yeah, oh, $500, yeah. Bruce. Nice going. Yes, gotta love Survivor. <laughs> that's right. That's from uh, Eye of the Tiger, of course. Mm-hmm. So nice going. Well, you got any plans for that five hundo? Uh, I don't yet, but I have to make sure my wife doesn't either. <laughs> that's always a concern. Isn't <laughs> Good call. It? Yeah. Good call. Maybe she won't learn about it now. She'll probably find out about this. There's no way around She's it, Bruce. Know. Yeah, five hundred dollars <laughs> cash. Congratulations, my friend. Enjoy it. Another double your money Thursday. Happy customer. And the next keyword for you to win some money coming up this morning at nine o'clock. We do it every day at nine, noon, four, and seven. Five hundred bucks. Classic rock keywords to cash for Bruce of a beautiful Middlesex County, Plainsboro. Nice going there. Mentioned uh, last night we were out in the city with Joe mm-hmm. and Uncle Ross was there. Yes, and Kermit was there as well. He was. By the way, you uh, ran up behind him and mugged him. I did as we were walking back to the parking garage. It was really easy too. I mean, he's got to protect his wallet a little better. I mean, better. what an idiot! He's a <laughs> yes. he's a young guy with a wife and a, a baby and another one on the way, and he doesn't think to protect his wallet while he's walking around well, the city late at night. To be fair, it was like in his jeans pocket, but I was able to pick that pocket, and I've never picked a pocket before in my life. Oh, I find that hard to believe. I promise. I find I, that hard I, to believe. I promise. I've never picked a pocket before. <laughs> he did feel it come out. So, I, you know, if I was a true mugger, he... He might have turned around. But you already were uh, halfway up the block by the time that's he true. went. That's true. Hey, Rochelle! If I, was a fa- if I was a fast runner and actually trying to steal it, I, I would have gotten away with it. But then he came back and said, there's no money in there, so well, He ahead. works for me, so you that's know what, what I'm he, saying? That's exactly what he said. <laughs> well, you're kind of a master criminal, so my money would be on you getting away with it. But we're going yes. to this thing last night, and uh, we got duded up a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, yeah we, you go out for a nice dinner and a nice event, and you see some friends, and we're at this nice theater. We thought we should dress up. So, you know, most of the men were wearing sport jackets. Sure. And the women, uh, again, not ball gowns, but no, dresses with just, uh, shoes and purses, that kind of thing, right? Nicely, so, you get the yes. idea of the flair of the event, right? So, Rochelle, as we were talking about, went out and bought a, a new dress for this. Mm-hmm. And we're uh, leaving dinner. 
And she says, I got a problem. I said, what? What? What's the problem? I thought you looked quite foxy last night, as a matter of fact. Thank you. I mean, uh, <laughs> the girls were definitely on display, and that's a good thing. You look great. You they know? were out in full display. But there's nothing wrong with that, and it wasn't distasteful. It's not like you were being, uh, you know, they, they just, they look great. They were out, but yeah. There's nothing was... wrong with a woman saying, hey, I'm a sexy woman, and that's what you, you were know, doing, and I think that was great. At I, least I liked it, right? I, I, well, I know you liked it. You picked the dress, so I. <laughs> it's a hot dress, so I liked it. So we're, we're leaving the restaurant, and you say, uh, I can't go into this event like this if there's a little too much boobage. Uh, and worse than that, you can kind of see the uh, the line of your brassiere yeah. at the edge of the dress because it was it's a low cut V it dress. Was I will say very low cut. And I said, well, fine. If you're uncomfortable, then what do you want to do? He said, well, I'll go get some tape, you know, like the Kardashians use on a red carpet. And <laughs> J Lo uses right and just kind of yeah, hold, hold the dress to the bra so it'll cover a little more boob and it'll right. hide the, the bra. I just line. didn't want my bra hanging out. Like that's not a good look. And it wasn't. But women do this now. This is kind they of a do, thing but I in fashion. I kind of I I personally. I think it looks a little trashy and Fine. I don't and I didn't want I didn't want it showing and this event was with you know other professionals in our industry yeah. and I just didn't want my bra hanging out I didn't think that the, this was the right I wasn't going to a concert sure I didn't think it was appropriate so I thought I'd go run into the store and get the bra tape the fabric tape I didn't realize this was even a thing but apparently oh, it is yeah. they, they had like a whole section at CVS where you can buy this stuff you know they make these outfits now and these shirts and these these tops that you they, if you have any type of curve, yep. they don't fit you properly. So you have to tape it to yourself, or it's gonna <laughs> it's just gonna pop out. It just is what it is. So right. I don't. It, so yeah. Rochelle's standing there in the entryway to the convenience <laughs> store, the pharmacy. I said only in New York City is this acceptable. Where I'm standing in the entryway, and I'm like the, holding up my sport coat, trying yes. to hide what's going on, so people I, don't see as you're just uh, whip, you know, pulling your bra and <laughs> trying to tape up your bra. Yeah, it was. Well, listen, don't feel bad because we started the night with me going. I can't find any of my pocket squares, and I, I don't want to wear a tie. <laughs> I figure I jazz it up, so I took a tie and I just cut the bottom of it off and shoved that in my pocket. Made a homemade pocket square. It looked great. My Apologies to Jeffrey Bean. It looked great. Snip, snip, snip. It worked. Yeah, I guess so. It worked, and you're never going to wear the tie again. Snip, so. snip, snip. By the way, we're talking cars in just a moment here with your he said, she said. this morning. So, mm-hmm. Also, uh, hearing Adam Sandler has a hip issue makes me feel better about my uh, knee that's bugging me. <laughs> <laughs> At 40. That's rough. Okay. Don't be outing my age. Don't talk about it. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> Joe doesn't know what he's talking about. No, clearly. <laughs> But at least, uh, you know, if Adam Sandler's got a hip problem, he's he's still a young, vibrant man. Sure. Makes me feel a little better, you know? Is he really? I thought he was on there, Monica. No, he's 57, so, but that's oh, a young, vibrant he man. Oh, is he hell 57? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was just his birthday maybe a week or so ago. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Feels good for 57. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not the, really. Not the hip, though. Not the hip, but you can no, get a hip replacement. Bad, but... That's an in and out now. That's not a big deal anymore. No. It's not. It, it no, used to be not, a huge no. thing where you'd have to be laid up for months because you got it. Now it's like a three-week recovery, and they're like, yeah, you can go running. You're How fine. about a knee replacement? How long is that going to take? Because I feel longer. like that's right around the corner here. <laughs> that's, that's probably a little longer. longer. <laughs> what was Joe's line again last night? Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> not good. <laughs> All right. Well, they won't do a knee replacement when you're too young. You what? have to be older. Yeah. yeah, you have to be older, unless it's really, you know, really horrible. But no, you have to get much older because they only last like 20 years. So they, they don't want you to have to go do it twice. So if mm. you're 50, you know, you'd have to do it at 70, and that's, you know, a lot. All right. Well, I'll just suffer for a couple of years, and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So maybe we can get a package deal. 
Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, me and Adam going for surgery together. Oh, no, you and me. I got to get one. I'm going to need to get one soon. <laughs> okay. A little two-for-one action. They're here. good. Yeah, really. Imagine two of us in recovery. Oh, my oh, God. We can get a, yeah, we get a little place down in uh, down in Deal somewhere. What, you mean like a rehabilitation center? Yeah, just you and me. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. I would love to spend my day at the rehab with Joe. Be- <laughs> oh, we set up the radio station there so we don't have to walk. Oh, now we you're talking. You'd no, be floating in the pool with your noodles. Morning, yeah, <laughs> Bertha. Morning, Eunice. We could sit around and not have to worry about uh, bodily noises with our wives. Oh, no, my be gosh. Great. Uh, <laughs> it's he said, she said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Rochelle is going to develop this obsession with Teslas. And so it uh, got us talking about cars. This her, she said the best car she's ever driven. She loves everything about it. She yes. loves the tech. She loves the way it feels. Love it. The way it handles the road. Love it. But I got us thinking, what is the worst car you have ever had? Or maybe the worst car you've ever driven, mm. at least. Joe, anything come to mind? Immediately. I had a, <laughs> I had a 1975 Chevy Monza 2 Plus 2. I got to be honest a, with you. I'm not familiar with the Monza. They made them, I think, for four or five years. I don't really remember, mm. but it was, a, but it was, a, it looked like a Vega, really. Oh, okay. it looked like, but it was all souped up. You know, it had all kinds of stuff on it. It came out of the factory like that, like it had a V8 engine. Yep. But the problem with that was, was you wanted to get it tuned up. They had to take the engine out because they couldn't get to the spark plugs all the way in the back. Oh gosh! Man, who thought of that when they built that car? So, so you go in to get a tune up, and it would it'd be like four hundred dollars in nineteen. Like seventy nine. Oh wow, man, that's oh big gosh. money in those days. Oh my it was god, huge. So what? you just drive around with it until it blew up. What? <laughs> Perfect. What color was yeah. your Monza? It was white. Oh okay, I thought we had a lime green Pinto like Mister Leonard there for a second. No, 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 but but it was like the Pinto. You know, it was like it was like that size car. It was a small car. Now you had uh, you had an Escort, but you liked it. Now, I always I think of an escort, escort as kind of a you know kind of a junk car, but you no, loved it. No, listen, my Escort lasted me forever, and I never had issues with it, other than having to replace the tires. And I did, I I, I had to get a few things, but there was not nothing major. And I drove that car for almost three hundred thousand miles until it just Whoa. died. Yes, That's that was good. a fantastic car. Seriously, it had small tires, so every time I had to replace one, they were cheap. Like it was. That was a great car. The worst car I ever had was actually a 1999 Dodge Caravan. And I know it's not that old, but it it was kind of a hand-me-down car that I I purchased for somebody I knew. That's always trouble when you do that. nothing but problems with that car, including, I mean, I popped every tire, the rims. I had to get a a new (laughs) transmission. And the worst, when I finally got rid of it. You're losing money if you're putting a transmission in an old car like that. Well, I didn't pay much for the car. I think, honestly, I think I paid like $1,000 for the car. So at that point, I was whatever. But it didn't have heat. And that was my last straw. So it was the middle of winter Hmm. in, in, it was January in Detroit, Michigan. Yep. Or it's like minus 27. Yes. And I had a, I bought this adapter where I could plug in a space heater into the car because (laughs) I couldn't drive because it was so cold that I had to use the space heater to thaw the window. I'm not kidding. What are you, Fred Flintstone? 
I swear. That's what, and I was like, this is it. I got it. This is it. I can't, I can't do, I got to get a new car. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm holding up a space heater in the car, trying to thaw the window as I'm driving on the freeway. I got, I got to, you remind me of something when I was a kid. Uh, my father is a cheapskate, right? And so we're going on this trip. Uh, Joe, you ever heard of that Green Briar down in uh, West Virginia? It's like this oh, big. Uh, of course. It's yeah. a great golf resort. Yeah. Right. Big, big resort. I think there's uh, several presidents have stayed there. It's his fancy place. And he yeah. takes us all down there. He was going to a conference, but he brought the family along for a little vacation, right? And I don't, he rented, he went to rent a car and he got this. I mean, it must have been like a 1979 uh, minivan. Like, it was like the first <laughs> wood panel minivan. And I, I swear to you, I'm not exaggerating. It was like black smoke coming out the oh back. Oh, my gosh. And we pull up to the, uh, you know, where the, the guy takes your bags and says, Welcome to the Greenbrier Resort. And we pull up. <laughs> I mean, it was just... <laughs> It was so embarrassing for him. <laughs> I'll never forget that. That's like, amazing. I, oh, my gosh. I imagine that guy saying, are you sure you're supposed to be here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, here's a dollar. Take my bag, USOB. But <laughs> the, How- the Howard Johnson's is right down the road. <laughs> the Howard Johnson. As if I didn't drive that car, but he did. Never, the ride was bumpy in the back for yeah. me as a you know 15-year-old kid, whatever I was. I'm so. sure. All right. What's the worst <laughs> car you've ever had? The worst car you've ever driven? So you just had it for the day. The worst car ever that you've ever been behind a wheel. 732. 774-4444. Call us, text us, same number, or get us on Facebook. Programming note, Miss Michelle Amabile arrives at 10 o'clock this morning with a four-pack of passes into the big Falls swap meet and car show happening this weekend at Raceway Park. Listen to Wind Knows, and hopefully Michelle will be okay because she just texted me, lying up dying, and says, uh, off to a great start this morning. I got some NyQuil in the crock pot, LOL. Uh-oh. Too soon, Michelle. A little too soon. <laughs> You heard about that? She's making the chicken. Yeah, this is like a TikTok thing, and they're telling parents, "Be don't let your kids do this. It's you know, you can choke or something." So, I guess I'd just be impressed if my kid was cooking. I just impressed if everybody brings out the crock pot at eight <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Michelle is your DJ on duty starting ten o'clock this morning. Right now, we got a he said, she said, just underway. Talking about the worst car you've ever had, and by that I mean maybe it's the worst car you ever owned, you mm-hmm. drove, or maybe it's just one like we we're talking about a rental. You pick it up, you got to drive it for the day. It's the worst car, uh, worst car ever. What is it? Carl said a nineteen seventy two Ford Pinto. The car scared the crap out of me. Not only did it have an exploding gas tank, something always broke on a daily basis. This is now the second time in this brief conversation we mentioned the Pinto. Well, they went away for a reason. We got his Pinto, we got Mr. Leonard's Pinto. <laughs> Autumn said a 1993 Mercury Sable wagon. Oh, man. It was a money pit. <laughs> you remember the Mercury Sable? Oh, yeah. my mom had one. It looked, I mean, it was like... The, it's an it was ugly like a, car. It was like a boat. It yeah. was huge. I mean, it was so huge. Yeah, like three miles a gallon. Yeah, oh, fantastic. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Roger said an 81 Dodge Ram had eight miles per gallon and constantly stalled. Oh, boy. Eight and miles per gallon. That's the worst feeling when you're at the stoplight and then it yeah. turns green, everybody wants to go and your car's like, up, up, up. Was the Mercury Sable the one you said your mother would be like, guess what, kids? I'm just back from Mercury. You're like, you got another Mercury she Sable? She got like four in a row. Four in a row why? of a Mercury Sable. Why do you keep getting the Mercury Sable? She loved it. Some it people was, buy sports cars. It was a boat. My mother-in-law buys Mercury Sables. She liked it. They don't make the Mercury's anymore, no, I don't think, do they? No, they don't make Mercury's at all. They, they no. were bought out by Ford, I oh, believe. Oh, that's right. All right. Let's go to line one. <laughs> Good morning, Robbie and Michelle. How are you? All right. How are you? Good, good. Worst car I ever drove would be my 1975 Vega wagon that I bought in Neptune with 311,000 miles on it. Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. You bought it with 311,000 miles on it? Yeah. When I went to the DMV to register it, the lady actually said, you own a Vega with 311,000 miles on it. (laughs) Man, when you're getting judged at the DMV, that's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. How long did it last you? Uh, Two and a half years. Wow. So what was the final number before it died? 
uh, it wound up with 382,000 miles on it. That's impressive. Man, I got newfound respect for the Vega. That's, yeah, that's pretty impressive. good. Uh, me too. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. But wow. I bought it for 50 bucks on Route 35 <laughs> in Neptune. <laughs> Bucks? There's a lot worse things you yep. could buy in Neptune on the side of the road for 50 bucks. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you did all right with the Vega, my friend. You did all right. Thank you. Have a great day, okay? You, you too. Appreciate your calling. You can call, too. We'd love to hear from, your, hear from you on this. Your worst car you ever had. Worst car you ever drove, even if it was just for one day. Lovely Linda is on line one. Linda, you're there from Freehold, right? Yes. Hi. How are you? Doing fine. You had a Ford Taurus that gave you some problems, huh? Mm. Oh, yeah. Actually, the paint was chipping off. It had no shine to it. <laughs> and um, there was no heat, no air conditioning, and the windows didn't go up and down. You know what's oh. amazing to me is that I've run into some people that only had an AM radio in the car, too. I mean, I thought that went back uh, 60 years or something. <laughs> yeah, my way, my radio didn't work either. <laughs> no radio, no heat, was- no air conditioning. Oh, my God. But it got me to school, so I was happy about that. Well, there you go. What do you do now? Actually, I have an, a nice new Subaru Ascent. I work. I go to. I'm a nurse, so I work nights. Oh, oh beautiful! So see, it all paid off. You went to nursing school. <laughs> now you're a nurse. You're doing uh, God's work. Yes. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, yes, I. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, well, I just have to say, I love listening to you guys. Oh. It makes the ride home from work great. Oh, oh are you working the third thank shift? You, Linda. Yes, I am. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, we, uh, Rochelle and Joe and I were all out late last night. We were here complaining about getting up at four after a couple yeah, hours you've sleep. Got a, that's you, a you, tough schedule. Yeah, man. I can't say anything after uh, <laughs> you're working as a nurse all night long. God love you. Thank you so much. All right, Linda. You thank, have a great day. You too. Thanks, you take Linda. care. Get some rest. The worst car you ever had. Got a couple more of these on uh, Facebook and off the uh, Text Connect. Leslie said an 01 Dodge Durango transmission went at 60,000 miles, steering pump and water pump shortly after. I probably wasted 10 grand fixing it after buying it for 12 grand. You know what your first problem is buying a car called Durango? I mean, what happened you know in the what? meeting when you say, you know what we should call it, boss? What's that, sir? I think we call it a Durango. I've actually That's driven a, a Dodge Durango and I liked it, to uh, be fair. It's, I just it's hate a- the name. <laughs> Okay, you wouldn't buy it off of the name? Absolutely not. It's like I pick certain <laughs> bottles of wine just because I don't like the label. Sure. You know? Sherry said a 77 Chevy Nova with a straight six left me stranded on so many occasions. <laughs> and Rod said a 1976 Plymouth Volterra that I drove in high school. It was yellow and had a bench seat in the front, AM radio, and a slant six. Thankfully, at least it had AC, which I think was the only option. My friends called it the taxi. I hated that car so much. So there are some cars where it's not really... Really AC, you're just able to uh, blow the fan blows just, in. Uh, it cools the air as it comes in, but right. it's still the outside air. It's right. not air conditioning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm amazed no one's mentioned the Gremlin. That's an ugly, terrible little car too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like riding a cyclone at Coney Island. Not a you know? good car. Hurt yeah. your butt and your tailbone. <laughs> Worst car you ever had? We'll keep that going on the Text Connect all day seven seven four forty four forty four or on the old Facebook machine. Thank you for those.